Hello everybody and welcome into episode number 167 of the Bible 2021 podcast. We are reading the first chapter of the book of Micah today and our focus is on the terrible coming of the Lord, which I guess sounds kind of scary and it pretty much is. Well, two days a week we read Old Testament passages and today is that day and uh, I've got to tell you, I'm personally wired to be an encourager, I think. I'd rather preach encouragement and hope than doom and gloom and hellfire. Uh, but far more than my preferences, I want to teach and preach and podcast the whole counsel of God, all of his word. As we've talked about before, God is kind beyond our belief, but he is also a consuming fire. In our chapter today, Micah 1, we will see more of the consuming fire aspect of God. Now, Micah was a prophet who prophesied near the end of the kingdom of Israel as the Assyrians were on the verge of invading and basically wiping out 10 tribes of Israel may in taking them into captivity. In this chapter, we're going to see Micah portraying God as coming near Israel. And normally we'd think, oh great, God is coming near, but it's a truly terrifying scene when God comes near. The mountains melt, the valleys split, and the whole world trembles. So let's read our chapter, Micah chapter one, but uh, I guess I should encourage you to buckle up. Micah chapter 1, verse 1 in the Christian Standard Bible, the word of the Lord that came to Micah the Morishite, what he saw regarding Samaria and Jerusalem in the days of Jotham, Ahaz, and Hezekiah, kings of Judah. Listen, all you peoples, pay attention, earth, and everyone in it. The Lord God will be a witness against you, the Lord from his holy temple. Look, the Lord is leaving his place and coming down to trample the heights of the earth. The mountains will melt beneath him and the valleys will split apart like wax near a fire, like water case cascading down a mountainside. All of this will happen because of Jacob's rebellion and the sins of the house of Israel. What is the rebellion of Jacob? Isn't it Samaria? And what is the high place of Jeru- Judah? Isn't it Jerusalem? Therefore, I will make Samaria a heap of ruins in the countryside, a planting area for a vineyard. I will roll her stones into the valley and expose her foundations. All her carved images will be smashed to pieces. All her wages will be burned in the fire, and I will destroy all her idols. Since she collected the wages of a prostitute, they will be used again for a prostitute. Because of this, I will lament and wail. I will walk barefoot and naked. I will howl like the jackals and mourn like ostriches, for her wound is uncurable and has reached even Judah. It has approached my people's city gate as far as Jerusalem. Don't announce it in Gath. Don't weep at all. Roll in the dust in Beth Lephra. Depart in shameful nakedness, you residents of Shephir. The residents of Zanon will not come out. Beth Ezel is lamenting, its support is taken from you. Though the residents of Marath anxiously wait for something good, disaster has come from the Lord to the gate of Jerusalem. Harness the horses to the chariot, you residents of Lachish. This was the beginning of sin for daughter Zion, because Israel's acts of rebellion can be traced to you. Therefore, send farewell gifts to Moresheth Gath. The houses of Achzib are a deception to the kings of Israel. I will again bring a conqueror against you who live in Marashah. The nobility of Israel will come to Adullam. 
Shave yourselves bald and cut off your hair in sorrow for your precious children. Make yourselves as bald as an eagle, for they have been taken from you into exile. Wow. Well, not a hopeful chapter exactly. Uh, John Newton, the author of Amazing Grace, is one of my all-time favorite preachers. He was such a man of gentleness and humility after his salvation, a great model of meekness and kindness. Interestingly, however, he wrote a hymn based on our passage and also the book of Amos that is not like your typical hymn. I doubt you've ever sang this one in church. It doesn't so make you so much make you rejoice as it bows your head and leads you to repentance. Both are good things, right? Uh, let me read you a few lines from Newton's one of Newton's lesser-known hymns. It's called Prepare to Meet Thy God. Sinner, art thou still secure? Will you still refuse to pray? Can your heart or hands endure in the Lord's avenging day? See, his mighty arm is bared. Awful terrors clothe his brow. For his judgment stand prepared. Thou must either break or bow. At his presence nature shakes. Or earth affrighted haste to flee. Solid mountains melt like wax. What will then become of thee? Who his advent may abide. You that glory in your shame. Will you find a place to hide? When the world is wrapped in flame. Then the rich, the great, the wise. Trembling, guilty, self-condemned must behold the wrathful eyes of the judge they once blasphemed. Where are now their haughty looks? Oh, their horror and despair when they see the open books and their dreadful sentence here. Lord, prepare us by thy grace. Soon we must resign our breath and our souls be called to pass through the iron gate of death. Let us now our day improve. Listen to the gospel voice. Seek the things that are above. Scorn the world's pretended joys. Oh, when flesh and heart shall fail, let thy love our spirits cheer. Strengthen thus we shall prevail over Satan, sin, and fear. Trusting in thy precious name, what may we thus our journey end? Then our foes shall lose their aim, and the judge will be our friend. So it ends, hopefully, but that's uh, quite a hymn, right? Man, it really makes you um, tremble. It's it's in your face. It's a little surprising coming from John Newton, but again, he's expressing that side of God that we little talk about in today's church, the consuming awesome fire side of God. Well, we really see it clearly in verses two through five. Let me read it again. Listen, all you peoples, pay attention, earth and everyone in it. The Lord God will be a witness against you. The Lord from his holy temple. Look, the Lord is leaving his place and coming down to trample the heights of the earth. The mountains will melt beneath him and the valleys will split apart like wax near a fire, like water cascading down a mountainside. All of this will happen because of Jacob's rebellion and the sins of the house of Israel. Wow. Well, Matthew Henry has some good words on this particular passage. He says, The earth is called upon with all that therein is to hear what the prophet has to say. Listen, O earth, the earth shall be made to shake under the stroke and weight of the judgment's coming. Sooner will the earth hear than this stupid, senseless people, but God will be heard when he pleads. If the church and those in it will not hear, the earth and those in it shall, shall hear 
and shame them. God has himself appealed to, and his omniscience, power, and justice are vouched in testimony testimony against this people. Let the Lord God be a witness against you, a witness that you had fair warning given you, that your prophets did their duty faithfully as watchmen, but you would not take that warning. Let the accomplishment of the prophecy be a witness against your contempt and the disbelief of it and prove to your conviction and confusion that it was the word of God and no word of his shall fall to the ground. Note, says Matthew Henry, God himself will be a witness by the judgments of his hand against those that would not receive his testimony and the judgments of his mouth. He will be a witness from his holy temple in heaven when he comes down to execute judgment against those that turned a deaf ear to his words and his prophecies, wherein he witnessed to them out of his holy temple at Jerusalem. So, wow. It is good, my friends, for us sometimes to behold the Lord in his splendor and tremble at his coming. Today we do that. Let's close with uh, a slightly more hopeful verse, Daniel 6.23 Our Bible verse for the month of June, the king was overjoyed and gave orders to take Daniel out of the lion's den. When Daniel was brought up from the den, he was found to be unharmed, for he trusted in his God. May we also trust in our God, in joy and in fear and trembling. Good day to you, friends, and Godspeed.